Okay, I just, see, this is the problem with not having any time to prep, but thankfully, I went to one month of Bible college, so, or not one month, one semester, so, yeah, (laughs) four months, Um, but I do know of a story where King David, basically, you guys know the story about how he cheats on his wife, and uh, he sleeps with this girl named Bathsheba, gets her pregnant, and um, ends up killing her husband, it's this total tragedy, and... um, He gets Bathsheba, this woman who's not his wife, pregnant, and he ends up marrying her. And God comes to him, and God's like, David, you messed up. You blew it, man. You were called to be the king. You were called to represent God, but instead you went after this girl, and you you slept with her, and then you killed her husband. Not cool, David. And then what God says to David is he's like, I'm going to punish you. That child that Bathsheba's carrying, that child is actually going to die. So... As part of God's punishment, um, the child gets sick and, it, and dies, and it causes David all this grief. But then what David says is he writes that he knows that he'll see the child again someday. Like, he knows that the child has gone to the presence of the Lord. And I think that gives us hope. That's a scripture that gives us indication. And there might be more scriptures, but I think that scripture gives us hope in knowing that if you've ever had, um, maybe your mom has miscarried one of your siblings, like maybe she was going to give birth and then she had a miscarriage, or maybe if you've had a sibling who's passed away, or maybe you know someone who's lost a child. Um, I think we can be confident that God's grace is so big that he's not going to look at a kid who died and say, I'm going to send you to hell. Or, I mean, we even talked about that um, last week when we went over hell. God doesn't send people to hell necessarily. Hell is really a choice. It's something that you choose. You choose to say, I don't want God in my life. I reject him. A child, a baby can't do that. It can't make that choice. So I believe that that's evidence that we have for um, God having grace on kids in that way. Um, And then what was the second part of the question? What age does that? What age does that stop? So I think the way I've been taught growing up is that there's this age of understanding where you come to a place where you can make a choice to really follow Jesus for yourself. I would say that God has a lot of grace for children, but as we get older, and I think really for a lot of us, it starts to happen maybe, you know, I mean, everyone's different, but I think it really starts to happen around the age a little bit before junior high, where as a child, you really start to understand things a little bit more. You have to make that choice about whether or not you're going to follow Jesus. That's what saves somebody. Um, that being said, I think God's grace is really big, and when we get to heaven, we're going to see a lot of people there, and we're going to be surprised, because we're going to be like, I don't remember you going up and saying a prayer at church. Um, but yeah, it really has to do with God's grace. And I think it's really, really big in that way. Like, I think it has to do with being old enough to be able to make that choice. And for me, that was junior high. That's, I mean, I believe I was saved before that because I grew up in a Christian home. I was exposed to Jesus. I learned about him. I knew I loved Jesus at a young age. When I was uh, 12, though, that's when I really was like, I'm going to be a follower of Christ for myself. So yeah, that's the best answer I've got on that one right now.